Touched by the Void, Beyond Apollo, from 1972, by Barry Maltzberg. Before 1972, American author Barry Maltzberg had written a handful of science fiction novels and over a dozen works of erotic fiction, mostly under pseudonyms. His breakthrough came with Beyond Apollo, which won the first ever John W. Campbell Memorial Award for Best Science Fiction Novel in 1973. It received a mixture of rapturous praise and scathing criticism. What made this slim volume one of the most divisive and controversial SF books of the 1970s? Beyond Apollo is set in the 1980s, and concerns a disastrous first manned mission to Venus. The main character is astronaut Harry M. Evans, the lone survivor of the two-man crew. Upon his return to Earth, Evans relates what went wrong. What could be a straightforward SF plot is complicated by the fact that Evans is a broken man who has completely lost his mind. Confined to an institution, he presents a succession of accounts of the mission, all of which are surreal and contradictory. His shattered mind ranges back and forth in time, and in this fractured narrative there is little, if anything, that is true. Mausberg deploys a range of experimental methods in Beyond Apollo. It's non-linear, has a completely unreliable narrator, and is framed as a novel written by Evans, and refers to its own structure and even its own page count. From the first page, it's clear that Maltzberg has thrown convention out of the window altogether, and this goes a long way to explaining the deeply mixed response of the book. American author Joanna Russ called it a fine, completely realised work, but writer Bob Shaw from Northern Ireland called it the epitome of everything that's gone wrong with SF in the last ten years or so. The novel's refusal to state anything definitively, or to offer any kind of real resolution, is one of its most crucial features. It's also one which has, and will continue to, provoke a range of responses. In his account, Evans shifts between referring to himself in the first and third person, which heightens the sense of madness and dislocation. He fails to recall his wife's name until deep into the narrative, and struggles to remember the name of his captain. The plot, such as it is, is so fractured and unreliable that it invites numerous interpretations. The captain may have killed himself, or have been murdered by Evans, or may never have existed. The captain may even be a kind of alter ego for Evans himself. Perhaps the whole mission was just a simulation, part of a gruelling training process that has ruined Evans' psyche. The novel's 67 numbered chapters can be divided into a few main types. Some are set before the mission and relate to Evans' training or to graphic sexual encounters with his wife. Some focus on a mission to Venus itself, the fate of the captain, and possibly imagined communications with reclusive aliens. Still other chapters centre on Evans' time in confinement back on Earth, and the obsessive effort by officials there to wring some kind of plausible truth from him about the mission. The sexual content of the pre-mission chapters is another understandable source of controversy about Beyond Apollo. Science fiction has traditionally been a fairly chaste genre, and Maltzberg's blunt descriptions must have shocked many readers in 1972. These passages clearly aren't meant to titillate, though. They're much too surreal and unsettling. Presumably Maltzberg was drawing on his experience writing erotic books, but as Joachim Boas argues, the scenes also serve as part of a gendered critique on the hypermasculinity of the space program. Maltzberg's deep scepticism about the United States space program, NASA, and the Apollo missions 
is a key driving force behind the novel. When the book was published, the Apollo program was very near its end. The last mission, Apollo 17, took place in December of 1972. Maltzberg's book is often taken as a statement that humans were deeply unprepared for any further giant leaps into space. Beyond Apollo is one of a number of SF novels which seems in some ways more relevant and poignant after the two space shuttle disasters, Challenger in 1986 and Columbia in 2003. Beyond Apollo reflects the growing influence of postmodern literary techniques into science fiction at the time. It radically rejects the usual tropes of an SF adventure, and so has the potential to confuse or annoy readers looking for one. For those more open to experimentalism, though, Maltzberg's work is a demonstration of what science fiction is capable of, and one that still impresses today. Barry Maltzberg was by no means the only SF author to write erotic fiction. Robert Silverberg, who's won numerous awards for his SF, also wrote around 200 erotic novels under the name Don Elliot. Both Maltzberg and Silverberg published through Midwood Books. One example of a very hostile review of Beyond Apollo in the science fiction community is Richard E. Geiss's take in issue number four of his fanzine, The Alien Critic. It stated that books like Maltzberg's would give SF a bad name. Sincerely, unconsciously, unknowingly pretentious, self-indulgent, anti-reader. This perspective was quite typical of the award-winning editor, who, according to the Science Fiction Encyclopedia, had vigorously anti-highbrow views. Geiss's fiction output consisted overwhelmingly of erotic novels, of which he published no less than 110, including through, yes, Midwood Books. Geiss suggests in the same review that Maltzberg could not lower himself to write commercial fiction. This was an odd claim which might imply that Geiss wasn't aware of Maltzberg's own work on sex novels. Later, Maltzberg would produce further obviously commercial work, including the 14-book Lone Wolf series of action-adventure novels between 1973 and 1975. For the cover of issue number 7 of The Alien Critic, Artist Stephen Fabian produced a very creepy illustration of Barry Maltzberg as a dead, or maybe undead, astronaut. And finally, the Science Fiction Encyclopedia has an entry on Barry Maltzberg, and the Internet Speculative Fiction Database has a complete bibliography of his science fiction works. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at AndyJohnsonUK and you can support me at patreon.com slash AndyJohnson. Catch you next time.